Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. No more rain. It's decent weather. And I know you're just talking to have 80 degree weather out there. Um, yeah, and we don't get rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for watching. We have the reboot. Wednesday is 1.30 Eastern. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, why your business needs a sock and discuss what a sock is, benefits. Um, and before we get into that, I am Brian Bratcher with BNL PC Solutions based out of Long Island, New York. I'm David Love with LDD Consulting out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Cool. So uh, let's talk about SOC. That's a term that's been around forever. It's uh, an acronym for Security Operations Center. And and years ago, um, you know, let's talk about old school businesses and how they used to function. Right? They would, uh, at the end of the day, they'd take anything that was safe and 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 you know either lock it up in the office or um, put it in a safe, uh, and then maybe security cameras and lock your doors and leave. And that was it. That was your that was the security of your your business. And that was that's what you had, right? Maybe some people had a better alarm system than others, uh, but that's just how how things were. Now, fast forward to today, with as you all know, everything is is on your mobile device and at your fingertips and at your employees' fingertips, um, and and uh, without without any real protection in place, you, you're you're possibly putting yourself and your business at a significant risk for compromise, right? Um, we know that we always tell prospects, clients that it's not if it's just a matter of when, and the when is, um, you know, your damages are going to be determined by what controls you have in place. Are those controls um, maybe a really, you know, good antivirus or an EDR or a SOC? And 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 the SOC has been around for a while and used to be, you you couldn't staff or build your own SOC. It just wasn't. Um, there was no, uh, the, the cost outweighed the benefit. It would be millions of dollars to have a staff and a network that can look at every, uh, inspect everything going in and out of your company 24-7. Um, you, you know, you're talking millions of dollars to build that. Uh, what we have today is the ability to add these SOC services to an exi your existing infrastructure. Um, and and the, the amount of service that they provide. I mean, and, and they, they can be tailored. They're not all the same. There's different levels, but um, we have the majority of our clients on a, some flavor of a SOC solution. And what that does is that's looking, it, it, it does a bunch of different things, but for the most part, I mean, our, you know, high level overview, um, log collection. So we're, we're taking uh, you know, firewall logs, workstation logs, server logs, switch logs, and, and, and putting them into a central repository that that's being looked at real time by a staff of 24 seven, uh, you know, cyber heroes, or whatever you want to call them. But these are the experts that are, that are going through this data. Um, it's an aggregate collection of, of these, these different data sources. Um, and then you want to be able to have some type of threat intelligence built into there. So, um, what we have one, one, um, Benefit that we have with, with the SOC we use and that, that we have our clients on is as soon as it sees, uh, so this is the difference where a SOC kind of, you know, outperforms uh, an EDR or an antivirus. It, it, the 
it looks at the behavior on the computer. If it sees something that is going on on that device, whether it be a piece of ransomware trying to phone home, and you may have layers of protection to stop that from happening, uh, which is good, but the SOC will see that attempt and then and then go take it one step further. Um, it'll if that device is trying to do any damage, encrypt any data, you know, do anything outside what it should be doing, uh, the SOC can take that device, take it offline, and prevent any lateral spreading across the network. So you're protect now. You've not only are you protecting that device now. You've you've reduced the risk completely of your entire network being compromised because of that. Uh, and then the SOC will uh, look at what happened, what transpired, that machine's offline, uh, open up tickets with us, call us, and, and go as far uh, as as you allow them to. Um, so with those controls in place, it's just something that that um, businesses today, uh, you know, we, we, we highly recommend every business have some, some layer or flavor of a SOC built into yeah. the infrastructure. And just, well, two things. One, just like you mentioned, Last week, we had a customer where our tech was doing some things, and it looked sp- suspicious. And the SOC actually isolated the server from the network, and he lost complete activity on it. And they were they thought they were protecting, and they called me like ten times from eleven o'clock Sunday night till four in the morning on Monday. And when I talked to him, we investigated the situation, and there was nothing malicious, but it was great to know that they're actually paying attention and doing this all the time. Yeah. And the other really good thing about a SOC, and you mentioned that, was that they're experts at this, so they really know what to look for. Whereas if you've hired your own staff and you're asking them, that's like getting a guy who knows how to change oil in a car and asking him to rebuild your motor. Right, right. He's not going to be good at it. He might think he knows what he's doing, but these guys, they see all this stuff all the time. And they know what to look for. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're seeing a lot of, you know, whether it be insurance companies or um, uh, we're seeing it with with, uh, some compliance uh, requirements that businesses have to be able to to monitor and um, validate that these controls are in place. And, And the SOC is doing that for you there. You know, you could you can go in there and 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 pretty much fully auditable. You you can search for anything you want on your own. So everything is logged. It's all there. Um, We had a client call us up and and ask if uh, they thought that something was compromised. And and, well, not only would we have known real time if it was, um, so we kind of let them know that, but said, well, what's going on? What what are you experiencing? And, And then we went through the logs and were able to share with them pretty much on demand. We, we searched and exported, uh, the log data that we needed, and and gave that to them, and and uh, pretty much showed them that that everything everything was fine. They, they were going through something weird on their on their network, but um, nothing malicious. Uh, so again, having that that layer there that is, um, you, you don't want to know something happened, you know, two weeks ago, and uh, you, you may not be able to go back that far in your current infrastructure. I know for a fact that I can go. Let's say I, I have a um, you know retention policies built into the SOC that we use that we want to be able to, to go back a year or maybe you need a longer period of time for your compliance or, or um, other reasons, but you know, that's, you have the ability to do that. You probably can't do that today if you don't have the controls in place to do that. 
Um, another layer that we protect is the, um, the Microsoft or G Suite environment. So we layer on top of the Microsoft environment and you know, the way that that works is, is we can see, we get notified. Um, and again, everything, we, we have rules and, and automations built in that can go directly to our end clients. They can come to us and get dumped into a, uh, a monitoring queue or whatever. But we can see if somebody, they're set up on their Office 365, they have it on their phone, they have it on their computer. Uh, you know, that, that's all well and good. If they go on vacation and they log in from a, you know, their, their spouses or a different computer they sign into their account, they're just going to let us know that this user account just signed in on a device that they have never used before, right? That's a notification. We get that report and, and, and we hold on to it. Uh, the, another notification we get is that they logged into, uh, they were in the U.S. this morning and they just logged in from Italy. What's, you know, just letting us know. So what we do when we get those, any type of, you know, geographical changes, we reach out to the client and just confirm that just making sure you're logging in and you're out of the country. And they really do appreciate, and, and it's real time. As soon as it happens, we get the notification, we send it to them, uh, and, and um, they repl reply right away that, yes, that's me, I, you know, thank you for checking. Um, and that's just another layer that, um, because if, if that happens today, uh, would you know? If your account got compromised and from somebody, and it's, let's, let's be honest here, it's, it's highly likely that if you're compromised, it's from a different country. <laughs> Uh, so you'd want to know if if your account was was breached. Do you have those controls in place today? And and I'll tell you, our clients would not have if, if we didn't uh, put a SOC service on 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 top of their um, on their network. Now, the other thing that they do that's nice, we had a <clears throat> we had a customer before they were a customer, and they had an internal employee that was doing malicious things. Mm -hmm. And actually, our SOC that's monitoring our 365 will tell us if there's a file share or something also, yep. which is nice because yep. they already have permissions to log in and get everything. But if they're doing things that are malicious, you would still get alerts there, too. So that's that's pretty nice, too. Yeah, we see um, and we, we put rules in place, but we're able to uh, we want to look for data exfiltration. Like if one of your employees right now. Went on, and again, this could be on-prem, an on-prem server that you have, or a OneDrive, SharePoint, cloud service. Uh, if they take, and you could say how much data you want to be alerted about, but let's say it's, let's say it's, you know, you want to go by size-wise and say if, if 10 meg of data moves from point A to point B, I want to know about it. Uh, and what you're looking for there is you're checking the box for data exfiltration. So, um, and, and what we've experienced is when we had clients on this service during COVID, we were blowing up with alerts that there was potential data exfiltration from some clients and uh, because it saw a large amount of data leaving the computer. You're talking, you know, hundreds of megabytes up to gigabytes of data leaving, which is really concerning because uh, that sounds like someone doing a data dump or something, pulling something off the network. Uh, but we, we just... Go one step further, obviously, look at the source and the destination, and it happened to be a Zoom meeting because all these online meetings, are, it's pushing data up, up to the cloud. So it saw that that volume and just alerted us. And then we put rules in place to say, well, we're going to allow Zoom. You could still you could still log it, but don't we don't need it uh, to be um, alerted about that. 
Um, it's just things that you don't normally think about, you know? Um, and we have, uh, the, I mean, and even if we want to get into costs, we were talking about how it's it would be potentially millions of dollars to get this set up years ago. And, and even even today to, to build your own is, I mean, you, you could do the math on, on staffing. You want this, this model, well, first of all, you need a data center, right? Uh, that's that's the, the physical, you know, um, cap expense. But you, then your labor, how many people are going to be looking at how many endpoints 24-7, 365? You know, you need, I don't know, a dozen bodies, 20 bodies at, at 100 plus K per year, whatever it is, you, you do the math on that. Um, so outsourcing is is definitely the way to go. Have the right controls in place. Now you can do this for, I mean, anywhere from, I think the average is is probably twenty to thirty dollars per endpoint per month. Um, so if you have you know, you know, ten computers, you're, you're able to do this you know for two hundred dollars. Um, it's it's a no brainer to me. I mean, I think it's just you know, yeah. Um, a layer that is is um, it shouldn't even be. We don't really give options for any of our, our new clients, our prospects. We just bundle it in, and and um, it's there. But it's not something that can be line item that could be could be taken off because it's it's that important, um, and it's 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 not a uh, high, it's not a highly profitable solution for us. It, it gets added onto our our stack, but the the importance is that um, we're seeing these compromises. Uh, you know, whether it be someone calling us that's experiencing something that's not even a client, we've we've dealt with that before. Uh, but more importantly, it's knowing that you have these layers in place. When it does happen, the, you know you're going to want to you're going to kick yourself in the butt if you didn't have something like this in place. Um, the the ability to self isolate endpoints that are experiencing something, um, any type of, of you know rogue software or or malicious attack, this is stopping it. This is literally you know on on top of having other, other tools and controls in place. Microsoft does a great job on um, putting some compliance rules in there. Like if, you know, we set up, if you send out any financial data and it's not in an encrypted email, there's policies there that are going to inform you that this email didn't go out because it contains an account number or, or contained XYZ. Um, it didn't even leave the, the network at that, that point because, it, you know, it was it was flagged. Um, so it's, a, you know, having that lay, that in, the controls in place along with a SOC like I said, the SOC's going to do all that data collection from all these these um, um, these other assets that you have, and it's a central repository where uh, you can go in there and and at any time pull up this this data, and uh, it's it's really uh, remarkable. I mean, we've had great success with it. It is pretty amazing all the data that they track. It's insane. I mean, the amount of of stuff flowing in and out. You you can't. And we have um, a client that has a uh, an on prem uh, SIM, it's through, through SolarWinds. Um, and, and you can look at the console and just, it's constantly scrolling with live data just being dumped into it. And that's on a, that's by a, I don't know, a 60, 70 user network. Um, so it's a decent size, not, not huge. I mean, nothing, nowhere near the, the hundreds of thousands of, of employees, but on the smaller side, but you can't, you cannot read anything coming into that. It, it just, it's, it's just collecting all that data that, that quickly and, and, and logging it. Um, and it's fully, like I said, it's fully 
searchable, do, do Boolean searches, do regular search. It doesn't matter. You can search for whatever you want and find it. Um, and then through, through you know, on, on the compliance side, along with that, along with the SOC, we have um, other other th- other solutions that that um, are able to audit, uh, you know, the the USB access, and not only USB, but let's say that they know that an employee is leaving. It's a it's a you know willful uh, departure, and and they gave their two weeks, and they're going to allow them to have their two weeks. Um, what are they doing in that two weeks? Like, can you control that today? Do you have an idea? on if they're dumping data to a USB or if they're um, sending out a bunch of emails with stuff attached to it that maybe they, they shouldn't be. Um, are they setting up auto forwards? Do you have the, the controls in place? Again, all about uh, privacy, data protection, um, and having the controls in place to to do that. It's it's not a set it and forget it. I mean, there's, there's, there's stuff that has to be done and tweaked and changes made because there's new, new compliance regulations out and you have to just be on top of it and still review do your, your quarterly reviews on on the controls and make sure that um, that the right number one that the right people are getting uh, the information maybe um, for some some clients that we're do what maybe we're providing uh, which we are for a few just a sock service that's all we do for them everything else is handled whether it be internally in a, in a co-managed situation or by a different IT company they're doing their support but we're handling the the sock side of it um, maybe the client didn't want to be informed about this, but, you know, in your quarterly checkups, just say, just making sure you don't want any alerts going to you. You still want them going to this. And it's at that point where, you know what, I do want to know about it. You can make those changes. So it's still a process. It's not, it's not, um, you know, like I said, it's not a one-time setup, but it's, it's a, it's a, you know, I hate to call it, it, it it's your, uh, your, your overall security posture on the business is um, what you should be focusing on, especially today. Yeah. I mean, you can either wait till after you get breached. Right. Which, and, and deal with all of that cost and being out of business for a week or two. And then the, the negative impact it has just from your customers and. Yeah. Put you we've out talked about that too. The, the amount of money that, you know, there's there's a couple of different things that are affected here, right? If you're breached, what is that monetary loss, right? Are you are you demand are they demanding a ransomware and and do you have to pay it because that data is that important to you, which you're validating to the hackers at that point that number one, you have money, number two, you care about your data, right? Um so with that in place and you you go and, and, and pay that. So what I don't know, call it call it a half million dollars, call it five million dollars, whatever it is. Whatever that dollar amount is, um, you, you'll pay whatever uh, whatever you have to to get that back. Secondary to that is the you know <clears throat> w- what's it going to cost you reputationally. Um, so if, if not only is that data important to you, but what about data privacy? Now you've your your entire uh, client list and financials uh, of your clients has been leaked. Um, yeah. You're out of business potentially with something. And like it's that. like car insurance too. Mm-hmm. Well. It's not like car insurance, but your insurance is going to go up too because you got breached, and that's usually not part of the checklist. If you have a bunch of car wrecks and you try to get car insurance, they're going to be like, "Sure, that'll be five thousand dollars a month." Yeah, yeah, and and you know, you mentioned insurance. A good thing to know also is that you fill out these insurance forms and they these questionnaires that um, you know we, we we see them every day. We're, we're looking at. That one I got a couple on my desk now that you go through them. Um, 
there's not a chance that if you said, oh, I, yes, I have this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. If you get breached and they come to you and say, all right, well, you said you had, uh, you can do a rollback from your, your firewall on activity. Let's, let me take a look at that. And, and you don't have that. Or you have the ability to, you know, parse through logs because you have a, a, a SIM and you just said yes to that. And you don't, not only are they not paying the, the claim, they're dropping your coverage, right? So now you have nothing. So now, now you, so why even pay? And insurance, cyber insurance isn't, isn't that bad. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely something you, you need to have for sure, right? You want to have that layer of protection. There's, there's no, um, uh, we make um, new, new clients, it's a requirement that you have to have cyber insurance. You have to have some, some, some policy in place um, because the assumption is, well, you're my IT guy. You're handling our security. You're doing this. And it's like, well, Yes, 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 but I am not the insurance company. I'm, I'm not the one responsible here. You know, we have our own insurance that we have. We have multiple policies that we have to that we have to carry. But it's like, you know, you still need your own. But that's that's you know, if if you say yes to those questionnaires and 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 you're, I mean, you're committing insurance fraud at that point, and uh, you, and then you're opening yourself up to lawsuits and all this other stuff. But it's just not, uh, you know, it's not worth it. Not not for what, like I said, what what these what it costs for some of these services is is you know, a um, couple hundred bucks a month for, for 10 computers and you do the math on it, however many you have. I mean, and, and, and that's what it is. I mean, that, that is, that alone is worth um, knowing that, that you're that much closer to minimizing your exposure and, and minimizing your risks and, and you have built in mitigation into the solution. So yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. Anything else, Dave? Not that I can think of, but yeah, I mean, either do it now or you do it after you get breached. And but we think everybody everybody needs it. I mean, there's no there's there's not one one business that 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 we know of that we would say, now nah, you know you don't you don't need it. The risk is from then people will do that, but they'll do it after they get breached. It's like right. you get an alarm system before you get broken into or after. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but this is like having a cop out your front door just watching over everything. Also. 24/7. Yep. Not at your front door, your your front door, your back door, a uh, uh, bird's eye view of your house, everything. It's it's yeah. every every entry point is Good point. Uh, is monitored and protected. So, um Yes. We will we will leave on that. And All it right? is pretty amazing the alerts we get even if they're noisy, it yeah. gives you confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Dave, we'll, we'll chat again next week. Sounds good. You have All a good right. week. You too. See ya. Enjoy the rain.